audio version of Michael Leitman's blog. July 17, 2022. Medium published my new article at Large Hadron Collider can reveal more particles, not the secrets of existence on July 5th. After more than three years of upgrade and maintenance work, the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, detectors switched on all subsystems and started recording high-energy collisions at the unprecedented energy of 13.6 trillion electron volts, reported CERN's website. Just one day later, Reuters jovially declared that scientists working with the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, have discovered three subatomic particles never seen before. Some years ago, when the LHC first observed the Higgs boson particle, it was hailed as the discovery of the God particle, the link between energy and mass. But the Higgs boson particle did not answer all our questions, and neither will these three new particles. Expensive toys will not answer our most fundamental questions. If we want to discover the secrets of creation, we need to use a completely different method than smashing particles against each other at fantastic speeds. It may help us, discover new particles, but not the force that creates them. The force that creates all particles, and all things in nature, lies within nature itself. To discover it we need to employ a principle called equivalence of form. Equivalence of form means that you can detect something only if you, too, have that same something within you. It can be a force, a property, or a quality, but if you do not have it in you, you will not detect its existence outside of you. This is how our senses work. The length of our ear canal, for example, determines the frequencies we hear. Babies are more sensitive to high-pitched sounds than adults because their shorter ear canals detect shorter wavelengths, which are higher frequencies. Put differently, the frequencies that are equal in length to the length of our ear canal are the frequencies we hear. Other senses work in different ways but along the same principle of creating similarity between the outside phenomena and their detectors in our body. Accordingly. If we want to discover the secrets of creation, we must build within us, the sensory organs to detect them. This may sound complicated, but understanding it is quite simple. The secret of creation is balanced between realities to extremes. We may call them positive and negative, attraction and rejection, hot and cold, life and death, winter and summer, love and hate, giving and receiving or any other name that describes two opposites. Sustaining life requires balance between the two forces. Without it, one force takes over and demolishes everything. For example, the moon stays at a fixed distance from Earth because there is balance between the forces pushing it from Earth and the gravitational forces that pull it toward us. If that balance were to be disrupted, the moon would either drift into space or crash into Earth. Currently. We cannot understand life as it truly is because we are governed by only one force, reception. There is barely any giving in us, and the little there is, is powerless against the narcissistic forces dominating humanity. As is clearly evident, we are driving humanity toward destruction or a great calamity. What is less known, however, is that we are behaving this way because of the imbalance within us.
between the positive and the negative. If we could balance them, we would not only restore the balance in the planetary system, we would discover much more than we can see today, much more than the LHC can discover, since our entire perception of reality will change. At the moment, we perceived the entire world as driven by egoistic urges. It is not. It is driven by both egoistic and altruistic urges, or it would not exist, as with the example of the moon and earth. While minerals, plants, and animals all want for themselves, as do we, nature restricts the intensity of their drives to a level that does not disrupt the balance. In other words, animals maintain the balance between positive and negative through nature's restriction of the negative in them. The only ones whose egoism is unlimited are humans. Therefore, we are the only ones disrupting Earth's balance. Worse yet, because we have no genuine giving within us, we cannot detect that it exists outside of us, we have no equivalence of form with that quality in nature. In consequence, we are destroying our habitat, and we do not understand the world we live in. The strongest telescope and the most powerful microscope will not detect what requires different properties in order to detect it. To understand reality, we do not need more powerful machines that smash particles against each other. In fact, we need not smash anything. On the contrary, we need to cultivate within us, the opposite quality to smashing, the quality of building, of positivity rather than negativity. Then we will not need mammoth toys like the Large Hadron Collider, since we will discover what really keeps our world running. Michael Leitman, on Quora, How Can Humans Rise Above Their Animal Nature? There are three key steps involved in humans rising above the animal nature, acknowledge that love your neighbor as yourself is the comprehensive law of nature that we have to achieve and nature will make us, reach it one way or another, that is either through our own conscious participation, where we progress to that law pleasurably and with ever-growing awareness, perception and sensation, or without our conscious participation, where increasing suffering will prod us, to acknowledge this law. We have to examine the extent to which our nature is opposite to the law of nature. It is written about our nature that man's inclination is evil from his youth. In other words, our animal nature initially takes no one but itself into consideration, and such a quality is evil. It is evil specifically because it leads us, to enjoy from harming others. Enjoyment from harming others is a quality specific to the animal nature in people, and it should not be confused with the nature in animals, where some animals harm other animals solely out of survival necessity. With us, however, Beyond our survival necessities for food, sex, family and shelter, our animal nature further develops us, by making us, want what others have, to receive, buy and even steal from them, up to a point where we enjoy harming them without there being any other kind of benefit in it for ourselves. In other words, our animal nature develops to a point where we might not need anything that others have, but we enjoy stripping them away from what they have. We then go through different forms of recognition of evil, that is understanding different magnitudes of the evil in our animal nature. That is, the second stage is mere knowledge of our animal nature's oppositeness to nature. 
We can have knowledge of such a quality yet still enjoy being evil. The recognition of evil is a more developed stage where we understand and feel that our evil animal nature actually harms us, the very person that it resides in, and to the extent in which we gain such a recognition, we correct this animal nature, we start the process of rising above it to reach the higher nature of love, bestowal and connection. This is called a process of correction of our nature and there is a specific method that guides this correction process up to the full attainment of nature's law, that is fully rising above our animal nature and becoming human, a being with an intention similar to nature's law of love, bestowal and connection. Based on the video how humans can rise above their animal nature, in three steps, with Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman, Yale Eshtelander and Levi. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman. The Agony of Egoism In the news, BBC, some have called it gender madness, but the Agalia Preschool in Stockholm says its goal is to free children from social expectations based on their sex. On the surface, the school in Sodom, a well-to-do district of the Swedish capital, seems like any other. But listen carefully and you'll notice a big difference. The teachers avoid using the pronouns him and her when talking to the children. Instead they refer to them as friends, by their first names, or as hen a genderless pronoun borrowed from Finnish. Question, why does it come to such an absurdity? Answer, because people have lost their bearings, they do not know where to go. It seems to them that equality should be where nature specifically made a distinction between the sexes and put us, in an unequal state. If there were no male and female parts in nature, how could we give birth and procreate? Destroy the difference between the sexes, destroy the influence, the attraction between them, and we will not have the next generation, we will end life on earth. This is such a distortion of nature, above which there is nothing. It will lead to the degradation of society. They will not give birth at all. Under the influence of such public opinion, people will lose interest in each other, there will be no family, no next generation. Why today is there such an internal imbalance between the inner eye of a person and his external manifestation? This was not the case before. Before, a woman was a woman and a man was a man. And now various egoistic mutations are taking place, that is, in the end, the most incredible, unreal, unreasonable egoistic forms manifest themselves in the world. They must show their complete failure. Egoism must reveal itself as the only evil, we are such unreasonable creatures that we go against nature in its most basic part. This is the agony of egoism, it buries itself from Cab TV's close-up. The Future of Humanity July 17, 2011 The Fatal Number Question, why does the number 40 appear in many studies? 40 days scientists capture information. The embryo develops in 40 days. 40 years is some kind of milestone. What is this fateful number? Answer, 40 is the boundary, beyond which a person exits out of his egoistic quality into the quality of bestowal, into true altruism, but not like in our world, 
egoistic altruism, but into real altruism. This so-called moral, ethical distance between the egoistic and altruistic approach is measured by the fatal number 40. In the development of egoism, this fatal number also exists, when from the day of conception, that is, from the moment semen is attached to the wall of the uterus until it receives its first real form also passes 40 days. And before that, it is not considered a human embryo. From Cab TV's close-up. Human Genome July 17, 2011. Is disparity evil or joy? Question. Why has disparity always been felt by a person as evil? Answer, because the relationship between people is egoistic. When they become altruistic, the disparity between us, gives us, the opportunity to receive or bestow to another in some kind of disproportion between us. This gives everyone a feeling of bestowing and receiving, which, in principle does not matter, but only expresses our inner motives. That is, in the future society, a person will become completely different. His concepts of eternal values will radically change. He will be glad that the Creator created us, unequal. From Cab TV's Kabbalah Express June 24, 2022. The Purpose of Creating a Man Balha Sulam writes that nature and the Creator have the same numerical value according to Gematra, so there is no difference between them. The Creator is nature and vice versa. Both of these concepts are a manifestation of the upper force, and it is our problem how to call it. In other words, everything that exists is a manifestation of the Creator to a person and is at the foundation of the entire creation. The Creator created nature, and as it developed, it extracted from itself a being called man, Adam in Hebrew. This being is capable of developing from generation to generation, and the Creator himself is taking care of its development. The Creator wants it to reach his level. Adam in Hebrew means similar, similar to the Creator, because a person must reach this state and attain everything that created him. All nature, in principle, is one general law of adhesion with the Creator, the gradual elevation of a person to the level of adhesion with Him. This elevation is a whole great system called the soul or the soul of the first man, Adam Harishon. From Cab TV's Spiritual States May 21, 2022 Truth and Lie in Modern Society Question Will such a category as truth and lie exist in a future society? Answer, there is no such category in nature, but it exists in humans and only when they think about themselves instead of thinking about others. At the inanimate, vegetative, and animate levels of nature there is no such concept, since all these levels are operating subconsciously according to the laws of nature. Animals do not have questions about truth, lie, bestowal, love, hate, and so on. These categories will gradually disappear in humans as well under the influence of self-education. Question, why do people stand up for the truth so much throughout history? Answer, the fact is that a person does not understand what truth means. 
one has some kind of internal belief that everything should be true. But what is the truth? Everyone has their own egoistic truth, which seems correct to them. So it should be. Therefore, a person has no choice here, one will still be searching for truth and justice. But the solution of these categories can be achieved only in absolute bestowal between people. Question, so in modern society, people stand for the truth and they think they spread it to everyone, but, in reality, there is nothing in this? Answer, it does not mean that there is nothing in this. On the contrary, this is a terrible attitude toward people and the world when a person wants his personal truth, the way he understands it, to prevail. This is one of the examples of fascism and violence. From Cab TV's Kabbalah Express April 26, 2022. Soccer or the goal of creation? Comment. The environment influences a person, builds him up. But this does not always happen. For example, soccer used to be very popular and still is. A lot of people are fans of this sport. However, among the fans there are those who seem to be present at the matches, root for it, immerse themselves in this environment, but remain unaffected. Similarly, people engaged in Kabbalah should immerse themselves in a certain state, but they are perhaps not ready for this at all? My response, football is one thing, but striving for the goal of creation is quite another since every person must move toward it because his personal life and everything connected to it depends on it. The fact is that everything that happens to us, is necessary precisely in order for us, to take at least some small step toward the goal of creation on our own, like a child who is learning to walk. A small step for a person is a big step for all mankind. Even if one person takes a small step toward the goal of creation, toward its realization, it resonates throughout humanity because we are all integrally interconnected. Therefore, there is a big difference in whether I am interested in soccer or in implementing a program that depends on me. Take any person, whoever he may be, even if he only participates in it mentally or by a small action somewhere, it is recorded in his spiritual genes, it affects him, the whole of humanity, and the whole picture of the world revealed in the next moment because everyone who accepts a reasonable. Conscious participation in it spiritually improves the overall situation, and it becomes much easier for everyone. From Cab TV's I Got a Call. The Impact of Football on a Person February 18, 2011. Michael Leitman, on Quora, What are the Third Commandment Prohibitions? According to the Wisdom of Kabbalah, prohibition equates to impossibility. Accordingly, the third commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain means that we cannot reproduce the name of the Creator because doing so requires making ourselves similar to the Creator. In other words, it is impossible to reach a perception and sensation of the Creator if not through exercising His quality through connections with other people. How does this work? It is because our inborn nature is egoistic, a desire to benefit oneself alone, and the Creator's quality is the opposite, one of love and giving. 
it is thus only possible to reveal the Creator if we invert our inborn egoistic quality to one of love and giving, similar to the Creator. Since the Creator is concealed from our inborn egoistic nature, then we cannot establish a direct connection to the Creator by ourselves, we would be dabbling in fantasy and imagination. We thus need to exercise the quality of love and giving in connection with other people, where we can more tangibly examine and work on our attitude. Based on the video Spiritual States with Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman and Michael Snellivik on June 7, 2022. Written, edited by students of Kabbalist Dr. Michael Leitman.